Hello, and welcome to the next episode of the Beauty in Aging podcast. So this is my episode two. Yay! I'm your host, Donna Mintz, creator of Donna J Skincare, an all-natural anti-aging skincare company that believes your skincare should actually care about the health of your skin. Go figure. So before I begin, I want to address something. So this is the fifth time that I'm recording this episode, and the reason is because I wanted it to be perfect, but I realized that's just not possible. So I'm in New York City, and life is happening around me. I can hear the kids outside yelling. I can hear doors slamming. I can hear people coming and going. Um, and above and beyond that, I just can't seem to get through this without an um or a cough, or losing my place in my notes. So I am going to have to let go of trying to be perfect. And I hope you're okay with that, because I just want to give you some really solid information, and it's going to have imperfections in it. So on to episode two. In this episode, we are diving into the skin, because we all have it. (laughs) And when we're young and it's soft and it's supple and it's smooth and it's glowing, we don't really pay much attention to it. Unless, of course, we have a blemish, but, and and then, my gosh, you know, then we pay a lot of attention. But other than that, no, we just don't pay attention. We wash it. We moisturize it. We apply sunscreen. Maybe we apply sunscreen. (laughs) Some of us forget. I am one of those people that often forget. But other than that, our skin is just kind of there. You know, we pay much more attention to our face, the structure of it. Uh, Is my nose too wide or too narrow? My forehead too big or too small? And as long as our skin continues to look young, we don't really give it much thought. And then fast forward to that one day that changes everything. And we notice the dark spots, the wrinkles, the sagging, and we start to panic. I know I did. And look for anything and everything that will bring back the look of our youth. Excuse me. We often think of our skin as a surface that is stable and just needs to be cleaned. And unfortunately, we fail to understand that it's a complex organ. Yes, your skin is an organ, just like your heart. And that it needs to be nurtured and protected, just as your heart. Um, Your skin needs to be consistently treated with TLC in order for it to age gracefully. Creating healthy skin as we age is a process, one that I've been through, and I'm here to help you get through your process too. But a bit of understanding of the skin structure would benefit us all. So as I mentioned, the skin is an organ, but it's actually our largest and most sensitive organ. It is also a system of the body, just like the cardiovascular system. It's called the integumentary system. It does so much more than just cover the body. It regulates body temperature. It is a first line of defense about microorganisms and bacteria and viruses as we get over the coronavirus. We move through this last ending of it. Um, it, our skin absorbs products and chemicals, secretes sweat and sebum. Sebum is the skin's natural oil. And it excretes toxins and waste through sweat glands and pores. 
Your skin's layers, nerves, cellular functions, hair follicles, glands, bacteria, and immune cells work together to regulate and protect the body. The skin really is amazing. And look, I don't want to get too sciencey with you because most people really don't get into this. I find it fascinating. Um, but really, a, just a basic understanding of the skin really is important so that we know what we're doing, why we're doing what we're doing to it. So you can listen to me for a few minutes or you can fast forward to the end. <laughs> the skin consists of three layers. So the epidermis is the outermost layer. Below that is the dermis and then the subcutaneous layer. The layer of skin that we show the world is the epidermis is dead skin cells. These dead skin cells protect your body and keep you waterproof. And there are five layers to the epidermis containing skin cells, sweat glands, hair follicles, nerves, touch receptors. Your fingerprints are there. They're also, and just so much, so much more that we don't really need to get into. So keratinocytes are a cell found in the epidermis and they form approximately 90% of the cells found in the skin and produce the protein keratin, a tough fibrous protein that provide, provides protection from external damage. Now, keratinocytes are produced in the bottom layer of the epidermis where they start life. New, they're, when they're new and plump, they start in the bottom and they make their way through all the layers of the skin, changing shape to become flat, hardened, dead skin cells at the top, creating the stratum corneum, which is our outermost layer of, and what we actually refer to as our skin. Stratum corneum, you don't know that. You won't need to know that unless you're playing. Maybe it'll be a question in Trivial Pursuit one day. But that is the very top layer of skin that is our dead skin cells. Now, the journey from a brand new cell skin cell to a um, dead skin cell at the top layer is approximately 28 to 30 days. Now, this takes longer as we age. But there is hope. I have good news at the end of this. <laughs> this top layer of your skin is continuously being shed and continuously needs to be replaced in order to protect the living cells beneath it. So our living cells are made up of about 70 to 80% water, but air only contains about 1% water. So if dry air makes contacts with a living cell, the skin, this cell will shrivel up and die. So the body surrounds itself with a layer of dead cells to protect the water-rich ones. New cells are always forming in the bottom layer, as I mentioned, and that is to keep the skin's integrity intact. The epidermis and the production of skin cells is fed by the underlying layer um, called the dermis. And this is where our connective tissues lie, um, capillaries, blood vessels, but this is where collagen and elastin are produced. Collagen is the protein that gives skin structure and strength and balance and is necessary for wound healing. It makes up about 70% of the dermis. And then there is also elastin, which is a protein that contributes to the skin's stretch and elasticity. So using this basic understanding of the skin as a starting point, 
we can learn how and why we're doing certain skins to certain things <laughs> to take care of our skin. Which leads me to my first skincare tip. As I mentioned, the top layer of skin is dead skin cells and always needs to be. So when we exfoliate, we remove those cells and what happens is it forces the body to produce new cells. It forces the skin to produce new cells and has them pushed to the top, to the top layer. Now, this means that we are continuously forcing our skin to regenerate. This leads to plump, glowing um, skin with less lines and wrinkles. When I, when I started to gently, and I'm saying that I have it all capped in my notes because it needs to be gentle, but when I started to gently exfoliate my skin is when I really started to see the positive changes in my skin it opened up a whole new world of healthy skin for me. So here's my tip. Gently exfoliate your skin. Don't use anything harsh. Don't use sugar or anything with shells or nuts or seed ground, seeds ground up in it. These are just way too harsh and can cause tears in the skin. And you can always try our Uncover Exfoliant. Because, of course, I had to get it in there because, yes, I own a skincare company and our Uncover Exfoliant is awesome. Gently exfoliating once a week if you have sensitive skin or twice a week if uh, your skin can handle it. That is my tip for today. So if you want more information, you can visit us at www.donnajskincare.com. Or join our Facebook group, Getting Under Your Skin, where we talk all about aging skin. Until next time, have a great day.